Hey. hey. You're listening to Avid Research. Avid Research. Avid Research. An Australian STEM podcast. Where we answer the questions you never quite got around to asking. Hi team, welcome back to the show. Thank you so much for joining us again. My name's Amelia and today we have a really intriguing guest on the show. We have Laurie who is a live wire facilitator from Starlight. I hope she, she's going to tell us all about that. Welcome to the show Laurie. Thanks so much for having me. I'm really excited to be here. I think we're going to have a pretty awesome time. Are you able to start by giving us a quick outline of what is your job? Yeah, absolutely. So I'm a Livewire facilitator for the Starlight Foundation. Uh, So Livewire is Starlight's online digital community for young people aged 12 to 20 who have a serious illness or a disability. Uh, I also work in Livewire's in-hospital program uh, and I work with our innovation team on program development as well. That sounds like a lot of interesting different bits and pieces you've got going on there. Yeah, absolutely. I work across um, a couple of different roles. So I'll do kind of, you know, two days a week in one and two days a week in another. But I I really enjoy that. It keeps things very interesting. And I'm always thinking about something different. And you get to work with one of my favorite age groups, our beautiful teenagers out there. Yes. Yeah. I love working with teenagers. I think teenagers are kind of traditionally underrated by people because they're they're generally uh, really awesome and creative and open and honest and a lot of fun to work with. And they're going through some very interesting times. Yeah, they're very, very cool people, I reckon. Big high five to the teenagers. Yeah, absolutely. Are you able to give us a bit of an outline of what Livewire Online is? Yeah, for sure. So online digital community. Uh, So membership is open to anyone between 12 and 20 years of age who has a a serious illness or a disability, um, and also their siblings as well. So it's a safe, moderated space. We have a news feed, a chat room, a kind of live wire TV channel where we live stream, and it's a place where you can have fun and make connections with other people who, who understand what your life is like. So obviously, because it's digital, it's not just for people in the same hospital as you or something like that. It can be you can connect with people or other young people all over Australia. Yep, absolutely. Australia and New Zealand. Um, And you don't have to be, you know, a hospital inpatient to use Livewire. Um, A lot of our members have actually never been admitted to hospital. They just live with an, an ongoing serious illness that requires treatment. So they don't spend a lot of time in hospital, but it still impacts their life on a, on a day-to-day basis. Fantastic. And so you're then helping support them to find a community that that kind of gets it. Yep, absolutely. So as facilitators, we're there to uh, moderate the website as well as like create fun, fun content for people um, and also help people feel comfortable in a space, especially if they haven't used a lot of kind of online communities before. We're there to, to help out and to make things comfortable for them. That's such a cool job to have. Are you able to share any of the fun activities that you've done with the young people? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so just recently, a big one that we did was um, we had a film festival. So we asked um, people, Livewire members to submit a film. Um, and the only kind of rules that were around it was that it had to be five minutes or less in length. Uh, And then we had a screening night where everyone kind of came online into the chat room at the same time and we watched the movies, screened back and then had a judging panel. 
Um, and we won, run a lot of really cool competitions like that. Um, so at the moment, we have a Kindle giveaway going on. So we're asking people to post some creative writing that they've written on our newsfeed, and then we will send them out a Kindle. Um, so there's always cool creative activities going on there, as well as just casual chats about cats and, and food and school. That is so cool. And I love that you're giving out a Kindle, like Kindles. They're, yeah, they're so cool. Kindles are the bomb. Yeah, Kindles are amazing. Highly recommend a Kindle. Um, and we've also discovered as a kind of an added bonus that we didn't realize that um, they actually make reading accessible for a lot of people where it might not have been accessible before because you can increase the font size on Kindles and they're lighter to hold than a book. So all these things that we hadn't really considered, which are huge bonuses of owning a Kindle if you have a chronic illness. And I feel a bit embarrassed that I've never even thought about that, but it makes so much sense. That's that's so cool. Yeah, absolutely. I was the same. I hadn't thought about it until uh, someone pointed it out to me, which is another thing that I really love about this role because I'm always learning new things and getting new perspectives. And that just makes life so much richer when you do get those perspectives. You've got diversity in your life. You, you just appreciate everything that little bit more, I reckon. Yeah, absolutely. What does an average day at work look like? I feel like it must be quite different to your average person who's maybe sitting in an office nine to five. Yeah, definitely. So uh, when I'm kind of working um, on Livewire online and working on the website, because the website is moderated from 12 p.m. to 12 a.m. Australian Eastern Standard Times, the shifts uh, are different to your regular nine to five. Um, so we either work kind of uh, the, the midday shift that goes through till seven o'clock or we work seven o'clock until midnight, the really late shift. <laughs> um, so, but the, the kind of the work we do is basically the same. We uh, log on, do a quick skim through kind of all the content that's been posted since the last time a moderator was on, uh, check over our new members and we message them to say welcome to the site. Um, we also validate all our LiveWire members. So if you sign up, then we uh, contact your parents and make sure that you are a, a real person. Um, so we know everyone online is an actual real person and they are who they say they are, um, which is a lot of work, but worth it to have such a safe space online. Uh, and then we spend the day or the night uh, chatting with people as, as they come in and out, creating videos and, and writing articles for the website. Um, and we also um, kind of moderate and help with the tech side of our live streams. So we have live stream game shows a couple of days a week that are generally live streamed from one of the hospitals that Livewire is in. But the, the facilitator who's on working on the website that day helps out with those as well. Um, so it's quite uh, varied and sometimes we will spend a chunk of our day looking into the website misbehaving and testing out um, bugs and things like that and tinkering around a little bit in the back end so that we can give people the best user experience from the website. Um, and quite often Googling things that go wrong is a big part of the day-to-day -day work as well. Um, when I do work with Livewire in hospital, um, that's a little bit different again. So we spend most of our days um, on the wards kind of going from, from room to room either to meet new teenagers who have been admitted or as requested by teenagers that we already know and we'll hang out and play board games and card games or listen to music or do art projects. Um, so that's a little bit of a different thing again. Same kind of vibe, just in a different environment. So you're working a lot with teenagers and I sort of feel like teenagers are a bit of a black box 
to a lot of people out there. Is there anything in particular that you have learnt from these young people that you otherwise, if you hadn't been in this job, you wouldn't have learnt? Yeah, I think it's kind of a little bit what I mentioned before. There is kind of this, you know, sometimes when I say I work with teenagers, people are like, oh, my goodness, you know, they're like teenagers. That must be really difficult. And it's 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 not. <laughs> so I found it, like teenagers, like I said, they're, they're honest and open and creative um, and they're also tolerant and incredibly kind and very accepting of, of other people and of other people's different situations. So, yeah, like I said, I think there's this whole misconception around teenagers when they're, they're actually awesome people. Um, in addition to that, I've learned a lot about anime and Switch games, which is not in my repertoire before, but is now. For some reason, I had assumed that anime wasn't in anymore. <laughs> No, anime is totally in. Anime is still in. Yeah. <laughs> what What are the cool kids playing on the Switch? Um, Animal Crossing is the big one at the moment. Animal Crossing is huge. Um, before that, it was pretty much Smash Bros. But I think everyone's really taken to the the chill, time consuming uh, environment that is Animal Crossing. I think Animal Crossing has actually become the game of 2020. Absolutely. Absolutely. There's nothing like escaping into the Animal Crossing world and planting flowers for a few hours to make you feel better. That is such a lovely little window into a different world that you get to work in. It's really, really cool. Yeah, it is. I'm so lucky. How has your work changed this year, if it has changed much at all? Like 2020 has been quite disruptive for a lot of people. Yeah, so Livewire Online hasn't really changed um, because all the online facilitators work from home anyway, so that hasn't been much different. But our hospital program uh, is not running at full capacity at the moment due to restricted access um, in the current climate of things. So I'm working uh, a couple of days a week in program development from home as well. Um, so a lot more home-based work than than face-to-face work, um, but it has just made me more grateful that we have this Livewire online environment so we can still keep doing what we do in an online way. Oh, it's so good that it was already there, like ready to go for, yeah, definitely. for a year that really, really yep. needs digital, <laughs> digital access. Desperately, yep. I meant to ask about how many people are using Livewire. Very good question. And I don't actually know the numbers off the top of my head. I know like in terms of um, registered users, we the numbers are in the thousands. Um, but in terms of kind of day to day to day users or looking at it across a week or something like that, the numbers would, I think, sit around 100. That's still a lot of people to keep your eye on and to get to know and all that sort of thing. Yeah, it is a lot. And um, we do have, you know, um, a lot of our Livewire members are just what we call um, viewers, so versus participants. So some people just kind of come online and check out what's going on and they'll watch the live streams and they'll, you know, read the articles and enter the competitions and that kind of thing. But they won't participate in the community as much as other people and kind of be in the chat room a lot or be commenting a lot. Um, and both of those things are fine. We, we love, you know, our viewers and our participants equally um yeah but it, it is a lot to to keep across um but you, you get used to it pretty quickly it sounds like you need a particularly 
intriguing set of skills to to bring together to make this job work. Are you able to talk a bit about some of the skills that you're using day to day? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I guess like the the big one is is people skills. Um, so you need to be quite a good um, conversationalist, kind of someone who can you know talk talk underwater if need be. And one of the kind of, I guess, attributes we look for in Livewire facilitators is people who are interesting, but also interested. So, you know, it's, it's really good if you've got a lot to talk about, but you also need to be really interested in what other people are saying as well. Um, so those people skills are really important. Um, and creativity um, is, is huge um, and kind of being creative in, in a digital environment and using all those kind of things that we have access to, like music and, and video, um, you know, and, and visual files and all those kind of things to make the content online as dynamic as possible. Um, and also a, a, a working knowledge of, of youth culture. So you don't have to be an expert in youth culture by, by any means because that's really tricky to do if you're not a teenager yourself. Um, but you need to be interested in it and, and willing to learn and willing to kind of get immersed in things like animes and, and musicals and Animal Crossing. Um, so you really need to have a passion for kind of having a bit of fun with all those youth culture elements. Um, and I think uh, like a working knowledge of kind of digital environments as well um, is, is a good skill to have if you're working on an online community. Especially if you're ever needed to troubleshoot, like not being terrified of the computer is really important. Yep, absolutely. <laughs> yep. So those kind of um, basic HTML skills um, and a bit of knowledge of, of how to tinker around without, without breaking things, knowing which things you can play with and which things you can't. Yeah, and the, that ability to troubleshoot things, like simple things like, you know, broken embed codes or broken image codes or videos that are coming up the wrong size and all those little bits and pieces that we encounter on a day-to-day -day basis. It's really good to have a working knowledge of those as well. And they're all things that you can change without breaking too much as well. Yes, exactly. Those are the ones you don't break. Yep. I'm guessing typing would also be a skill that you need. Yes, and I actually always forget about that until someone points it out to me. I'm a very quick typist. Um, all the Livewire facilitators are, um, and we tend to find that when we get a new online facilitator, for a little while they, they panic a little bit about not being able to keep up with the conversation when the chat room is really pumping. It moves really fast. Um, but again, it's it's practice. You get better um, and you get not so picky about your, your spelling mistakes and your grammar and things like that as well. <laughs> the faster you get, the less you seem to worry about things like that. That's fantastic because typing is such a core skill and it sort of feels like it's dropped off as being something that we talk about. Yeah, absolutely. And I don't think it's something that we kind of learn in the way that we should. Like we should probably all know how to type if we spend so much time working on laptops, but it's not something that's taught and it's something you really have to pick up for yourself. Yeah, definitely. I love what you said about having being interested as being a skill. I think that's that's such a beautiful concept. Yeah, it really is. Yeah. And um, I find, you know, working with teenagers, um, working with anyone, I guess, the best way to connect with them is over something that they're interested in. If you find something that someone is passionate about, um, I can listen to people talk about their passions and their special interests for hours because it's just so exciting to see people so into things like that. 
have you actually tried playing Animal Crossing? Have you gone down that path? <laughs> um, I, pl- I only play the mobile version because I haven't bought myself a Switch yet. Yet being the operative word. Every time I am told about someone else playing it, it kind of dampens my resolve to not buy one myself. <laughs> It's such a thing. It's such a thing. Yep. And I feel it's that FOMO. Like I I feel like I'm missing out because everyone is playing Animal Crossing except me. Uh, Except me because I'm playing Splatoon apparently all by myself. (laughs) All by yourself. Splatoon is cool. I will give it its props. It's a cool game. Thank you. I'm going to take those props. I I need my cool props. How have you ended up in such a job like what was your path from high school to here yeah um I it it was never a job that I kind of meant to end up in only because I did not know that it existed until I found it um so I uh, left high school and went to university and studied to be a social worker um, and then towards the end of my social work degree, I actually randomly stumbled across um, a company that was looking for fairies and clowns to do kids parties. Um, and they, um, I'd had a bit of performing arts uh, experience in high school. And so I applied for this job and I got it and I was lucky enough um, to kind of have a, another couple of clowns take me under their wing and be my mentors. Um, and so I worked as a clown for a few years um, and ran my own business as a clown. Um, and then I started working for Starlight quite a while ago now. I uh, took a break and worked as a freelance writer for a while and then came back to Starlight again as as a live wire facilitator. Um, so I've worked for Starlight for 10 years altogether and six of those have been with the live wire program. Wow, that's pretty dedicated. Yeah, <laughs> um, I, I really I really like working for Starlight. Obviously, it's a great place to work. I wouldn't have been here for so long. It's, it's so cool. And also, I feel like like it's a bit naive to ask, like, how did you end up in this job when you know, we, we ask high school students, what do you want to be when you grow up? And like this job, I can't imagine existed when you're at high school. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. Exactly. And I feel like that's a lot of, a lot of pressure. And, and we quite often um, say to kids that, you know, don't, don't put too much pressure on, on yourself because it's, it's, you, you, you can't be expected to know what you want to do with the rest of your life when you're 18. So and especially when half of the opportunities that will exist don't exist yet. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. I think, you know, um, being kind of, like I said, being passionate about things and being able to think creatively, even if you don't consider yourself a traditionally creative person who can, you know, paint or draw or something like that, thinking creatively is a totally different skill set to, to being able to write music or put something down on paper. And I think that thinking creatively puts you in a really good place for a lot of really interesting occupations. Definitely. It's so important across so many different careers. Yeah, 100%. Just out of curiosity, do the young people, are they interested in talking about careers? Uh, Yeah, especially for, um, you know, our kids who are kind of doing year, year 12, definitely. Um, and so we, one of the things we do for Livewire Online is we sometimes have um, guests in to either do a live stream or a chat event. Um, and we have had requests for guests, you know, people who are just like a graphic designer or people who work in HR 
um, just so that the teenagers can ask them questions about what it's really like to work in that role and get a sense of whether that's something that they, they would actually like to do. So yeah, a lot of people thinking thinking about their future and hopefully not putting too much pressure on themselves. It's such a delicate balance, but hopefully they're inspired without being like terrified and intimidated. That's what we want. Yeah. Inspired without being terrified. Yep. <laughs> What's something really, really cool about your work? What is it that helps you get up in the morning or like keep going with energy until midnight at the end of a shift? (laughs) Um, I get to see the effects of my work every day in a really um, meaningful way. So, you know, I get to see um, young people who have found their their best friend on, on the Livewire website. Um, and I get to see people have, have their work kind of, you know, like put up as a video or, or published, um, you know, in one of the magazines that we print sometimes or, and, and I get to see the reward that people get from that and how proud, um, it makes them. Um, and it's also really satisfying when you've been kind of digging away at some little glitch on the website for two hours and all of a sudden you crack it. That's the best feeling. And that keeps me going a lot of the time too. The frustration of trying to figure out what's going on and then having that light bulb moment where you fix something is very satisfying. Uh, One of my recent guests said that the greatest frustration almost always occurs before the biggest breakthroughs. I think it's so true. It is so true. Yeah, 100%. 100%. Especially with tech. Yeah, (laughs) always. It's when you're just about to absolutely give up that you suddenly, you know, have this like brainwave that you've pasted the code into the wrong spot or something can go, ah, that's what it is. Or you missed an apostrophe or you add an extra one. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) If there's young people listening to this and they're like, Laura's job sounds cool. Have you got any advice for them? What would you encourage them to do or to think about? Um, I guess I would encourage them to, uh, like I said, that, that creative, creative thinking and and creative ways of working so work on those um creative skills like especially those those digital skills and I guess like those um little things like so I know how to do a little bit of like photoshop kind of image manipulation and I know how to do a little bit of video editing um and I know how to do a little bit of coding so like kind of diversify that skill set as much as you can but leaning towards those those creative skills um and practicing your your people skills as well your you know being inter- interesting and interested is i think not just you know in terms of looking towards a career like this but it, just as a general life skill is super important being an interesting interested person is a great way to be and by being that person you're also going to attract more of them around you too which which then helps and it all builds up and up Absolutely. Yeah. And I think that's another, you know, really good thing, like talk to people and and make connections with them. And if there's someone like online who you follow on social media or something, can you enjoy their work, then don't hesitate to send them a message or an email and say, you know, I really, I really love your work. The more good vibes you put out there and the more people you talk to, uh, the more it kind of comes back to you in the end. That is such beautiful advice. Thank you for sharing. Is there anything that you wish the general public or people who aren't exposed to Starlight regularly, is there anything you wish they understood about Starlight or your job? Um, I guess just um, I wish more people knew that the Livewire online service existed 
quite often we'll have someone sign up and they'll kind of go, oh, my goodness, you know, I've been looking for something like this for, for years and I just never knew that it existed. Um, so I guess that that is the main thing I wish people knew, that it's it's there for, you know, anyone with a serious illness or disability age 12 to 20. All you have to do is go to livewire.org.au and make yourself an account. Um, yeah, and, and it's 100% free to use and it's a really nice place to be. Um, so jump on that if you're eligible. And it's a genuinely safe space on the internet and they are few and far between and that is something to treasure. Absolutely. And that's the big difference between Livewire and any other kind of online communities that, that are available, I guess. Um, it is 100% a safe space. We know that everyone's a real person. Um, we have moderators there all the time. Um, and we have rules about things like um, sharing your personal details for contacting someone outside of Livewire. So things like we will allow you to, to swap phone numbers with someone if you've met them online and you want to be friends, but we contact both sets of parents first to make sure that's okay. So our first priority is always people's safety and their privacy and their security, um, which you don't always find in an online community like that. And it's really valuable. I think that's something we need to really treasure and give a virtual high five to that vibe. Yeah, definitely. Virtual high fives all around. Before we wrap up, is there anything else you'd like to share? Anything we haven't covered that you'd like to touch on? Not really. I feel like we've covered a lot. This has been this has been a great interview. Yeah, but you know, just remember Livewire Online exists. It's free and it's there for anyone anyone who needs it at any time. And remember to be interested and interesting. I think that's Good advice for us all. Yep. I'm going to put that on a card so that we can share that for this episode. Yep. <laughs> Fantastic. Have you got a shout out or a virtual high five for anyone in particular, a business or anything that you just like to be like, you're awesome? I think I'll give my my shout out to, to Starlight in general. The current climate I think is really difficult for everyone and I have seen everyone at Starlight adapt and change and evolve so that we can still keep doing all the amazing things that we do for children and young people, which is really impressive and I'm really proud to be a part of. Fantastic. And I'd like to add to that with a virtual high five to all the members of Livewire Online who are awesome teenagers and I hope you grow up to be awesome adults. Yes, they definitely will. Guaranteed. Shout out to them too. <laughs> keep being awesome. Keep playing Animal Crossing, etc. <laughs> Yep, keep being awesome, keep playing Animal Crossing and keep listening to Hamilton. It's what we do. <laughs> okay, I'll pretend I know what that is. Um... <laughs> <laughs> you, oh, Amelia, you need to get on this. It's a musical. You need to look it up. I feel like I've seen memes. You probably have. Yep, it's a whole thing. <laughs> okay, and what I'll do is I will find this and I will link to it in the show notes so that anyone listening to this episode who's also perplexed can be equally educated as me. <laughs> You will have the songs stuck in your head for the next two or three months, guaranteed. That's exactly what I need. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for coming on the show, Laurie. It has been an absolute pleasure. I've learned so much and it's just been great. Thank you so much for having me. I've had a great time. It was awesome. If you like this podcast, you're a little legend and you should check out our website at avid research.com.au and sign up to our amazing email newsletter no spam only email updates and maybe some exclusive content sometime follow us on social media to ask us questions or just to dob in people for interviews 